following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for Casey's Take on Sports, presented by Dixon Medical Associates. Now, here's a man who always has a take, Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, thanks for checking out the show. Of course, Casey's Take, presented by DMA, like JP just said. So, uh, first of all, we're going to get into Sandy Alcantara, the uh, Miami Marlins pitcher. I want to talk about him first today. He's been nasty. Uh, second, we're going to talk about Kevin Durant. Uh, and then third, we're going to get into the Demarius Thomas and the CTE talk. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to wrap it up with high school sports like we usually do. So stay here and check out the show. Thank you. The, the other day I was uh, – I, I usually sit up at night and I try to think of uh, what talking points I'm going to use for, for Casey's take. And my <laughs> camera is just a hair high there. Um, but um, I, I was watching I the other night when I was trying to come up with these talking points, I've got this – I'm trying to get my glasses straight. I've got this Google sheet um, that I put all of my talking points on. Uh, so JP, the producer, knows what we're you know kind of looking at and, and, and we kind of figure out uh, what we want to talk about, but um, I was watching YouTube the other night, and it was the highlights from the Marlins game against the Angels. It was the Angels. I almost forgot. And uh, I don't really know why I clicked on that particular highlight because I don't really care much about the Marlins or the Angels, uh, but I noticed in the thumbnail of the YouTube video that Sandy Alcantara was pitching. And I've seen him pitch a few times this year, and – He's he's probably the best pitcher healthy right now. Um he's got DeGrom like stuff and he and he goes pretty far in the games. He's been he has been, I, I wanna say if you look at war, which is wins above replacement, it's a it's kind of a newer metric that uh, a lot of uh a lot of statisticians are using. Statisticians, I don't even know how to say that word. Uh but uh as far as war goes Sandy Alcantara has the highest war, I think, in the National League. Um, so that's that's impressive. Um, he doesn't get a lot of run support. Uh, again, another uh, another Degrom like uh, attribute, I guess. Um, but I, I just wanted to talk about him because I know I, I know that most of the people that that watch this show they they probably know that I'm a Braves fan. Uh, I'm a Titans fan. Uh, there, there are certain players that we all know, and and if you watch this, you know I talk about them a lot. Whether it's Derrick Henry, or Ronald Acuna Jr., or John Morant, it doesn't really matter. Uh, there are a few, um, and you have to excuse me if I keep opening my eyes real wide. I've got something in my eye, um, but um, it, I, I like to talk about must see TV, and. Sandy Alcantara is it. Now I get, I know a lot of you, you, you get bored with baseball. You don't like sitting there watching it and that's fine. Uh, I'm not, you do whatever you want. I don't really care. But if you get, if you get the urge to watch some baseball one day and Sandy Alcantara is on television, I'm telling you, you're going to want to, you're going to want to sit down and watch this kid pitch. He's, 
he's kind of built like DeGrom, uh, tall, lanky kid. Um, he's been nasty since he got in the league, but now he's he's getting to the point where it, against the Angels the other day, his 100th pitch was 100 miles an hour. Uh, he's throwing – I don't even know if they're four-seamers, but he's throwing fastballs that they might be two-seamers because the way they move. They're, they're moving. They're electric. Uh, the RPMs have to be uh, out of the roof. Um, he's got the velocity. He's now he's hitting his spots. Uh, he, he's like I said, he's always been nasty and he, and he threw upper 90s with really good stuff. Good changeup. I think he threw a changeup the other day against the Angels that was like 93 miles an hour. He threw a changeup and it was 93, which is kind of depressing because I don't know if I ever threw 93 in my life and it certainly wasn't a changeup. Um, but I just want to, I, I feel like I feel an obligation to get his name out there. Um, like I said, if if you want to watch some really good pitching, go, go watch some highlights. I mean, even if you don't have three hours to to waste watching a Marlins game, which uh, I mean, you know, God bless them. I think they're they're better than the Nationals. But other than that, I mean, it's it's going to be hard to win in the East because Philadelphia got hot. Of course, the Mets have one of the best teams in all of baseball, and the Braves are starting to play Braves baseball. So. Uh, Marlins are kind of getting the raw end of the deal in, in the NL East. Um, they've got some young guys. Garrett Cooper's good. Brian Anderson's good. But Sandy Alcantara is nasty. Uh, I don't know exactly what his stats are. I was going to look them up before I got on the show. Um, and then I forgot to do it until just right now. <laughs> I, I was sitting here and I was just talking and I was like, I wonder what his ERA is. Oh, that's right. I was going to look it up because – I knew what it was before the start the other day. I think it was like two one two, like two point one two ERA before his start against the Angels. Um, and the Angels had Noah Syndergaard pitching, and I love Noah Syndergaard. Um, again, another guy that uh, he used to throw a hundred, but injuries kind of held him up. Uh, I'm glad he's out of the division, uh, but um, I think that's probably why I clicked on that that video because I saw the Sandy Alcantara thumbnail, and then you know it's him against Thor. Uh, it's Noah Syndergaard. They call him Thor. It's him against Noah Syndergaard. It's a fun matchup to watch. Uh, I'd, I'd hate to have to try and hit it, um, but uh, if you if you get the opportunity and you you know you want to watch you five or six minutes. Uh, now one one spot to watch on YouTube is a guy named Pitching Ninja. Um, follow him on YouTube. Go watch some of his videos. Real laid back guy. He likes to talk about pitching. He doesn't, he, and he'll tell you. He's like, ah, so and so. You know what? They might have had a rough start. They might have gave up a few runs. But we're going to show them today because they got nasty stuff. And I, I like it. I like the way he does his show. So, go check out Pitching Ninja. Go check. Go check out what he's got to say about Sandy Alcantara. Uh, but um, of course, whenever y'all first clicked onto the show and started watching. Uh, JP told you that Casey's Take. It's brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Tropiano is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522. That is 615-441-4522 today.
At Dixon Medical Associates, your health is our number one priority. With over 40 providers, our goal is to bring excellent, convenient, and comprehensive medical care to our community. Dixon Medical Associates, a destination for care. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. One other thing I wanted to talk about when I was coming up with these talking points was um, Kevin Durant. Uh, I, I want to say I had just went up and down through Twitter too, and, and I had seen where um, Skip Bayless, who um, I do not typically agree with or like in any manner, uh, but Skip Bayless said something on on Twitter talking about Kevin Durant, uh, which, you know, uh, He's a popular guy to talk about. I'm talking about him. He's regarded as one of, if not the best players, uh, best basketball players on the planet right now. Um, but I, I saw a tweet, or, or maybe it was an Instagram post or something uh, a while back, or I think it was the other day, and it said, uh, so the Nets gave Kevin Durant millions of dollars, helped him rehab from his injury, and now he's just going to leave. And I'm pretty sure the the picture that I saw was just the uh, the response from Kevin Durant just saying "LOL." Um, now, obviously, there's like 14 sides to every story, and everybody knows that. Um, everybody's got a different opinion of the way that things happen, or uh, a different recollection of of how things went down exactly. I, I'm not going to speak about that. I don't I don't know what happened behind closed doors, and I'm not even going to try to uh, guess. You know, but there is a little bit of truth to that as far as Kevin Durant taking a lot of money and then just deciding he didn't want to be there. Um, now, um, I, I saw where the Pelicans came out and said that they weren't interested in trading for him, which I think is crazy. Of course, I, it, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want him on your team. I, I know that it obviously hadn't really worked out with the Nets. Um, there have been a lot of other issues there, though. Uh the Warriors have, have shown up as a team that could trade for him. But I, I tell you what, I saw a trade package for him. Somebody somebody said that the Warriors would have to get up, have to get up. I, I apparently, my brain needs to get up. Uh, the Warriors would have to give up Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, and Andrew Wiggins. It didn't have any other, it didn't have any picks in there, didn't have any other players. It, it may have just been a uh, a trade package uh, just with a few of those guys in it, maybe not all of them. But when I saw Kevin Durant, trade package, those four names, I thought, I don't think so. I, I don't really know if he's worth that anymore. 
healthy, absolutely. Uh, healthy, if if you put Kevin Durant back on the Warriors with it doesn't matter if Steph's 45 years old. It doesn't matter if Clay got both broken knees. It doesn't it doesn't matter if Draymond decides to punch everybody in the groin. If they if they have those three players and then you add a healthy Kevin Durant, you have uh, what I would like to call a championship caliber basketball team. Uh, and I think the Warriors have a championship caliber basketball team with Steph, Clay, and Draymond healthy, much less the four guys that helped them win the championship this year, much less Kevin Durant, who helped them win a championship before. But uh, when I saw that trade package, I thought, no, I, I don't believe I'd do that. Got a lot of young talent here. Jordan Poole's had, I, th- I think he had a few little minor, you know, injury issues here and there. I know Gary Payton missed a, a little bit of time with a weird little elbow thing, but Kaminga's starting to come into his own. Jordan Poole was showing out. I mean, there were there were highlights, Warriors highlights on ESPN that would be seventy five percent Jordan Poole and twenty five percent the rest of the team. Uh, th- there were moments in games where he took over. Uh, Kaminga is not exactly or. Kazinga or whatever his name is. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I think it's Kaminga, Jonathan Kaminga. I think that's his name. He's he's another one of those guys that the Warriors are like, hey, I mean, he looks like he's got talent. Let's draft him, and now he looks like he's nuts. Uh, I, I don't know if I would put him. Uh, he's got the athletic talent. Um, I don't think his shooting is quite there yet, but, I mean, everybody else that plays for the Warriors apparently is the greatest shooter. Uh, since the turn of the century. So uh, I don't know if he has to shoot. Um, and then who is uh, uh, Wiseman, James Wiseman. I I know that he he's, he's played about probably as many games as Kevin Durant has over the past year or so. Um, I, I'd like to see what James Wiseman could do healthy, especially with a healthy Warriors lineup. I think that would be fun. Um, but other than him, I mean, the, the rest of that group has been fairly healthy. And Kevin Durant just hasn't been. Uh, Kevin Durant's been um, riddled with injuries. Uh, I, I don't want to say that the Nets Warriors are one hand, oh, Nets. What is wrong with my brain? I don't want to say that the Nets issues are 100% due to him. Uh, I know Kyrie really gave them a few issues. I know the whole Ben Simmons and James Harden thing was, was uh, I you know, that happened in the middle of the season. So, uh, like I said, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how all this works out. Uh, I like Kevin Durant. I love watching Kevin Durant play. Um, but I'm just not really sure he's worth that trade package anymore for the Warriors. Uh, I, I'm not really sure if the Nets should be willing to trade him. I think the Nets should do everything they could to try and keep all the talent that they have there. The East is not overly impossible, hard to win in. And I think uh, I think with Kevin Durant, um, uh, a uh, uh, back to reality, Kyrie Irving, and and whatever else they decide to fill that roster with would be pretty good, and and probably have a chance to get uh, maybe past you know maybe past the Bucks and maybe past the Heat to get to the championship. But uh, that's enough for Kevin Durant. We're going to move on to the third take, which is going to be Demarius Thomas and CTE. So stay right here. I um 
I, I saw, you know, first first of all, I'm going to say, you know, rest in peace to Demarius Thomas. Um, I know that. I know that it's 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 got to be. I know that it's hard to lose people in your life, you know. So, to his family, I I don't want people to think that Demarius Thomas was just a football player. I know that he was. Um, I know I know he was a loving son, and and he was a family member, and and to a lot of people that were close to him, uh, he he was always kind of uh, described as being a really wonderful person, and and I hate that from. It, not now on, but at least for the time being, when people bring up Demarius Thomas's name, it's going to be kind of riddled with that CTE thing, uh, which is a very dark elephant in the room. Um, because the NFL is scared to bring it up. Of course, we had a movie a few years ago with Will Smith, who played a um, a young doctor that that found CTE. Uh, and I don't know the name of that movie. I don't know the name of the doctor. Sorry. Uh, but CTE is something that it's going to have to start being ser- like taken seriously in the NFL. Um, I know Frank White, Wachek, who if any of you are Titans fans like I am and you're from around this area, you love Frank Wachek. I grew up watching Frank Wachek. I had one of those I had one of those old red Tennessee Titans Frank Wachek jerseys, and, and I love that thing. I wish I could find it. Uh, but he he was on the radio. This was years ago, and he said that he was beginning to uh, experience symptoms of CTE, and, and he said it scared him. And I'm sure Demarius Thomas feels the same way. Des Bryant came out, and, and when he saw the news of Demarius Thomas, he tweeted out, um, you know, rest in peace, and and a lot of stuff like that. But he also said that he knows that he knows that the NFL knows that CTE is a problem. He you know, and you have grown men that run faster than average and they're bigger than average and they're stronger than average, much stronger and much faster, much bigger than average. And they, they're running into each other using a helmet as, as a weapon. And yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen it with junior Seau, we've seen it, uh, with some other athletes, uh, already this CTE thing is, is real. And, um, I guess I guess the one of the other hard things about the whole uh, discussion, and you don't, I'm not going to call it an argument. It's not an argument. People are getting hit in the head, and it's ruining their futures. Uh, there's no, there's no argument there. Uh, but I, there is a discussion on how it needs to be treated. Um, and and I like the fact that the college game added the, uh, oh the the ejection rule for targeting. The problem with the ejection rule for targeting in college football is it's very arbitrary and opinionated, and uh, it just seems like it's it's how much uh, how much the ref likes you that day. Uh, it's it's not very consistent from game to game or from conference to conference. Um, of course, the NFL I don't I don't think the NFL really cares one way or the other if if you use your head to to bash somebody else's head in with or not. It's how much money you bring them. You know, American capitalism. That's how that works. It's all about money. Um, but this is something that if, if you're my age and younger, CTE is something that is going to be a part of sports, especially football for ever for, for the rest until they start playing seven on seven to hand touch football. It's just going to be something that is always brought up. It's going to be something that should be brought up. It's going to be something that needs to be at the forefront of, uh, doctor's attention 
team's attention, uh, the players. Th- this is why I tell you guys that that I agree 100% with most of these players that go out and they try to get every dollar that they can because at the end of their career, their bodies are more or less useless. Uh, there, there aren't a whole lot of football players that get to um, experience uh, a whole lot of fun after football. Uh, their, their knees, their joints, back, and now – they got to worry about their brain, uh, which is, as all of us know, I am not a doctor. Um, I'm the furthest thing from a doctor, but your brain is more or less in charge of everything else. And um, if it's not working correctly, then you have a problem. And CTE is a serious problem. It needs to be treated more seriously by, by the NFL. Uh, I think the players, the more the more issue, um, I don't want to say issues, but the, the more stories come out about Demarius Thomas and and other stars that have CTE and and something happens, then I think uh, I think the players are going to start to take it more serious too, and, and kind of force the NFL's hand, uh, which which should be good. So. Um, Hopefully, hopefully it, it can make it stuff like this too. I, I don't, I don't want to see news of of another young athlete dying. Um, but I do hope that this news and and just other instances of players uh, having issues with CT, hopefully it can kind of press forward uh, that main discussion that that players are trying to get. Uh, trying to get the NFL to talk about. And, and I don't know, try and figure out something, uh, try and figure out something. So uh, the players don't feel like they're all on their own. I, I know the players kind of probably feel like they're all on their own because the NFL doesn't really care about them after they bash their head in and then they retire. A lot of players talk about how the NFL doesn't care. Then I, I don't know if the NFL cares while you're playing. Uh, they just want the, the almighty dollar. Uh, but um, that's going to be it for CTE. I would talk about it all day long. Uh, but uh, we have to go on. So y'all stay right here. We're going to have a little bitty uh, uh, commercial break. So y'all stay right here. We'll be right back. without a crowd is just a scrimmage a performance without an audience is just a rehearsal without your presence high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in tennessee purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance this message presented by the TSSAA. Now, don't y'all forget, Casey's Take is brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. 
Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of them. Dr. Tropiano is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522. That's 615-441-4522 today. I'll get that phone number right before too long. Um, it is right there on your screen, though. Uh, so make sure if you're watching, uh, just pay attention to the number on there. Give Dr. Tropiano a call for me. Um, I, I I got a call from the the bill collection people this morning from DMA. So um, I gotta go. I gotta go see them myself. Uh, so maybe I'll run into to Doc and and say hi. But um, we've got some high school sports. Not a lot right now with the dead period, which is great. I've, I've talked at length about how much I love the dead period. I think it's I think it's great for kids. Um, just to get a few weeks where, um, I think it's good for coaches too, but it's great for the kids because they get two weeks where they're not, I don't know, they're not kind of forced to do whatever, uh, cause some coaches out there, I, I think they're a little bit too hard on their kids. Uh, they expect, uh, too much commitment. Uh, if that is a thing, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like you, you can burn yourself out and, I think the dead period's pretty good. So, um, I, I will say, uh, I know uh, the one thing that the dead period does is kind of uh, it's right in the middle of all the football practice stuff. So, it makes it a hair harder on my end to try and find some stories and stuff. But I know Creekwood, uh, Creekwood. I think they built um they built a new little facility or little building uh, down by their practice field. So I got to actually text coach uh, Coach Houston Thiel today and, and ask him about that. I'm going to do a small article on that. Uh, for Cheatham, or, let's see. No, not Cheatham. For Dixon, I'm getting the all-county baseball, all-county softball team put together today. Uh, it, you, you'd think with the uh, this dead period, I'd – I would know what's going on, but I still can't seem to get it all right. But uh, now for Cheatham, um, I just sent a uh, a list of questions to Ty Tomlin, uh, the the local boxer from Cheatham County. Um, uh, I'm going to ask him some questions. He, he did lose his last fight, and and I told him I wanted to talk to him about that and and try to get uh, try to get an article done just to kind of show people what it's like, uh, from the other end of it. Cause I think he was 14 and 0 going into this fight and he's going to be 14 and one going into his next one. So, uh, definitely a little bit different. So it's going to, it's going to change a little bit. Also Harpeth had, uh, had a young man, Walker rushing signed, uh, the other day. Where did he sign with? Somebody told me, I don't think it's Nazareth or Nazarene. Um, Treveca Nazarene. I don't know why I thought that. I can't remember where he signed, but uh, my photographer, Cheatham Bill, Bill Clark, sent me a text yesterday and told me that he signed. He saw it on Facebook. So we're going to have that for the Cheatham County Exchange as well. Uh, let's see. We've got we've got some stuff in the works. This is this is something I've been meaning to tell you you guys and girls about. Um, and this is going to be my last little thing. I'll let you. I'll let all of you go. Uh, my boss, uh, the uh, the owner of the company, Dave Gould, um, he sent me, uh, I want to say it was an email about a month ago, and he asked me if I thought it would be a good idea to kind of build a, um, a small area in, in our new office where I could 
uh, where I could do the show, where I could do Casey's take uh, in our in our new office. So hopefully, very very soon, uh, I'm going to start working on getting some posters up and and uh, building a having a location uh, at our Dixon office. Uh, so hey, there's no telling it. We may have some big changes on the horizon for this show. Um, and uh, I know I know that some of you are going to miss my wood panel walls and my my wonderful pin collection, uh, the photo of my grandfather circa 1550. Um, I, I think I, I want to say he's at least 300 years old now, and I think he's like 10 in that photo. Uh, I'm not going to keep saying one other thing. I wanted to thank everybody. I, I, my last little opinion article that was put up on Facebook – I know it, it drew some differing opinions. Uh, I talked about how, uh, you know, some of these kids that, that play on four or five uh, travel ball teams and they're playing 100 to 120 games a year. I, I just said that was too much. And I, I had a bunch of people get on there and they were like, well, my, my grandmother loves travel ball I'm, or my granddaughter loves travel ball. And, and you know, if, if, if your granddaughter's playing on one team and she plays 35 games in a year, I'm not talking about her. But uh, thank you for keeping it civil in the comment section. Um, I can't wait to see the reaction next week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to double up on my tape. But uh, thank you all very much for checking out the show. As usual, follow me, CVP51 on Twitter. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know what you disagree with. Let me know what you'd like. But um, thank you. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Stay cool out there. It's too hot.